Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellwamby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome everyone, and I just want to say a big, big, big thank you to those of you that have been just faithful listeners and maybe one-time listeners. I really do appreciate each and every one of you and hope that you are growing in your relationship with the Lord and that that these podcasts are beneficial to you. I just want to say it's Merry Christmas week and not just Merry Christmas. Christmas is going to be coming in a few days, but this is our Merry Christmas week. And I just want to, to um, just shout out to all of you all over the world that are listening. We've actually now, and I need to change that in the intro, but we've actually got people from 30 different countries that are listening. Today, I want to talk to you about something um, that is just something that's been a, a part of my life. For as long as I can remember, I love Christmas music. I um, love just right after Thanksgiving, turning it on. I listen to it when I cook. I listen to it when I drive. I listen to it throughout my day. And music is a big part of my life. And uh, years ago, I used to play the flute. I'm not a singer, but I did play the flute and was on worship teams for years. So music is just a part of just an expression that I have just of my love for the Lord. So I love Christmas music. And today's podcast is titled Tidings of Comfort and Joy. And one of the, um, you know, the things about Christmas is I really enjoy all the different genres of music. I, en- I enjoy traditional carols and hymns. I enjoy the popular music, Mariah Carey and you know, some of the, um, some of the others that are out there in new renditions of old favorites. I love hearing how people, you know, jazz them up or make them a little bit different. And like I said, singing is not something that I do very well. I fall under the category of make a joyful noise, but I do love worshiping Jesus. And it seems like this time of year, you know, there's so much, even where, wherever you go in stores, you can hear Christmas carols that really are glorifying our Lord. And he is the reason for our season. And the other day I was listening to a familiar carol, um, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. And upon doing some research, I discovered some things about this song that I never did really know. I was listening and just the phrase over and over, um, good tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, tidings of comfort and joy. And that particular day, I had ministered to several different people that were really um, grieving this Christmas season and going through some really difficult things. And so that 
song was kind of going over in my mind of just how the Lord brings us comfort as well as joy in this season. So as I did some research about this song, I found out that it was a traditional carol that actually began in the mid-18th century. But the meaning of the title was quite a bit different than what I expected. In the old English phrase, um, God rest you merry gentlemen, the word rest means to make. And the word merry means mighty or powerful. And so the title of this song was really quite different than, than what it means in our context. But again, it was, it was titled a long, long time ago. And so the title of the song in today's language would be God Make You Mighty and Powerful. It means God make you mighty. That's what God rest you married gentlemen means. And I'll tell you, when I figured that out, I just thought, you know, I'll take that blessing and I'll take that declaration over my life. And I want to give it to you this holiday season that God would make you mighty and powerful because I really believe God is trying to equip and wake up the body of Christ and those that love him because the harvest is great and we need more laborers out there to bring people to the, to the Lord, to show people the light and to have hope. And, you know, we live, we have a home in a farming community and I look at these, these acres of, you know, right now they're growing cabbage in our area because it's getting cold. But, um, you know, at other times there's corn, there's, you know, different broccoli, there's, um, <clears throat> you know, cotton. And it takes a lot of people when it's harvest time. It's like, you know, all these people converge on the farm. Now, with modern technology, there's a lot of tractors and that kind of thing. But it's still, you'll see an awful lot of people there. And <clears throat> that is the way I think it is right now in our days. There are so many people that need to know the love of God and need to know that there is hope. And so I loved the meaning of this, you know, this song that God would make us mighty. God would make us mighty. And so I'm going to read to you the, the, the first verse and the chorus of this song, just in case you can't remember. You can go listen to it. But it starts out, God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. And then the, the chorus or the refrain says, O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy. And, you know, although this is an old song, we are reminded at the, in the first verse to not be dismayed or distressed right at the beginning. You know, it says, God, if we were paraphrasing in today's language, instead of God rest you, merry gentlemen, it would be God make you mighty and powerful. God make you mighty. And don't let anything dismay you. Don't let any fear or any dread of anything because Christ is here with us. And the meaning of the word Emmanuel is God with us. 
And so that's just to me just so powerful. And the world is is crazy right now with so many different things, but we don't have to live in fear. Fear is a choice. It's an emotion. Uh, the Bible tells us God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power and love and sound mind. And it's not in his heart for us to be fearful, to live in fear. We're to be mighty and strong in the power of God that is in us. And we, of all people, have hope and a reason to celebrate Christ, our Savior, who's come to rescue us with his love, his unconditional love. You know, the rest of that song, you know, it says in that verse, um, that Christ is born on Christmas Day to save us from Satan's power. We have power over the enemy. What happens, I believe, is so many of us don't walk in that power. We don't push it aside. We don't walk in the power that God has given us and push Satan and his tactics and his lies aside. And God's love for us is unconditional. You can't earn it. You cannot do one thing to earn it. You can't do one thing to earn it. And even when we walk away from him, he is still pursuing us. So I love, I love that first verse of this song. You know, and Christmas brings joy for many people. But for others, it can be a challenging time, especially if your world has fallen apart. You know, in the refrain of this song, Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. It's a promise for us. You know, some of you may be full of joy this holiday season while others need the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And I don't think I would have survived the first few Christmases as a widow without the comfort of the Holy Spirit. My heart was in distress and I would ask God to comfort my heart in that time. It was a, a hard time and my mom died around Christmas and so that even made it, you know, more challenging after losing my husband. But the Lord is the greatest comforter. And so if you need comfort, cry out to the Lord. Ask Him to comfort your heart as only He can do. Because people can forget you. People cannot be there for you. People are not going to understand your pain oftentimes when you've lost a loved one. But that promise, I love the promise of comfort and joy. And I just saw the Holy Spirit wrapping His arms around people. That He was wrapping you know, his arms of love and just drawing you close to him. And I know for me, I hung on to that promise that God is the great, the Holy Spirit is the great comforter. And I can tell you now, you know, God has been very faithful to me. But in, you know, in this song, the word tidings, when you look up the meaning of tidings, a tiding is information or news. And so if I were to paraphrase, oh, tidings of comfort and joy, it would be, you know, newsflash, Jesus has come to bring comfort and joy to every heart. And I think sometimes we can forget that in just the busyness of all the preparations for the holidays. But we can't ever forget that. We have a big newsflash, a big reminder that Jesus has come to bring us comfort in whatever is making our heart hurt, to bring us hope. Jesus came so we could have hope and joy. You know, it says in Jeremiah 31, verse 3, in the NIV, it says, When then young women will dance and be glad, young men and old as well. So that pretty much encompasses all of us. 
It says in Jeremiah 31, 3, I will turn their mourning into gladness and I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. Now that's a powerful promise that we can hang on to when our heart is hurting. And Isaiah 49 verse 13 tells us, Shout for joy, you heavens. Rejoice, you earth. Burst into song, you mountains. For the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. And so what is the meaning of joy? You might be sitting there and we hear a lot about, you know, joy to the world. The Lord has come, you know, let earth receive her, her king. Well, joy is a feeling or state of well-being and contentment. That's what the word joy means. And we, not all of our circumstances are joyful. Not all of them are. I have had my share of heartache around the Christmas season. But we can find joy in that we have a Savior that loves us. We can find joy in that we have forgiveness of sin. We can find contentment and well-being in that we have everlasting life. That's where our joy rests. And another place for me that my joy has rested, especially in difficult times, is that God is with us. And that's what Emmanuel means. And so I hope that your holiday is filled with joy and laughter and singing and fun. But if not, I want you to take heart because God is near to the brokenhearted. And ask God to comfort your heart. You know, I've got eight grandkids. And when they fall down and cry or something happens, the thing I do is scoop them up, hold them close, and reassure them that I love them and that everything's going to be okay. You know, and sometimes that's all they need is a little bit of comfort. They need their 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 max to pick them up and just love them and just reassure them everything is going to be all right. And that's the same thing that God does and that he did for me when my heart was so broken during the holiday season. And so this Christmas, I ask that God make you mighty and powerful and fill you with an awareness of his unconditional love. And may you be reminded that he is the God of comfort and that I ask that he fill you with all joy. Jesus is worth celebrating. We of all people have something to celebrate in this time that we live in. And God's hand picked you and me to be his arms, be his heart, be his voice, be his comfort and be his joy to all of those that are around us. So go out and be the church. Love those that are around you, even those difficult people. And I pray that wherever you go and whatever you do, that you will remember the tidings of comfort and joy. And take that with you. Take that into your holiday celebrations. Take that into, if you're just gonna be alone, you know, with one person, or if you're going to be all alone, find your joy in Jesus. Turn on some Christmas music and sing at the top of your lungs because that's what we have the privilege of being able to do. And and I ask for those of you that have had loss, and my goodness, there's so many that are dealing with loss right now, that the God of comfort would make himself so real and that you would understand God's love for you and the heart of Jesus for you now more than ever before. Let's pray. 
Father, thank you so much for sending Jesus to be all that we need. Thank you for the forgiveness we have for our sins. Thank you that we have a reason to celebrate even when circumstances, Lord, don't look like they're worth celebrating. And I ask God that you, the God of comfort, would come and wrap your arms around the brokenhearted. Father, I just pray for your body to rise up, to take their place, for each one of us to just be who you've called us to be. We all have different functions. We all have different gifts. And I pray that you would just, your Holy Spirit would just settle over each listener now. And that you begin, begin to give them aha moments and ideas of how they can affect the world around them. Bless each family and each one listening. And Father, help us to always remember that Jesus is the reason for the seasons. Thank you so much for sending him for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a very blessed and happy, happy new year. I love hearing from my listeners, so let me hear from you. Leave a comment. like the podcast, pass it along to somebody that may, might need to hear it. And if you get a chance, don't forget us in your year-end giving uh, to make this podcast keep going for others. Merry Christmas.